0: episode 256 of the biz talk with bill roy podcast the wichita business journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people places companies organizations and issues that are important to wichita's business community i'm managing editor kirk Semenov sitting in for bill well i'm guessing most of you don't know that april is jazz appreciation month To celebrate, I'll talk with one of Wichita's greatest jazz enthusiasts. For 20 years, Steve Bauer has had a weekend jazz show on Wichita radio. It's recently changed days and stations, and we'll talk about the move and jazz. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. This week's cover story looks at diversity through the lens of disability. With a high rate of unemployment among the disabled population, Local stakeholders say employers willing to go the extra mile in hiring can reap benefits far beyond just adding a much-needed new employee. Daniel McCoy's cover story begins on page 12. We have three lists in this week's paper, fastest-growing companies, private golf courses, and public golf courses. See who and what tops each of the lists, especially the fastest-growing companies, which varies from year to year. The lists begin on page seven. This week, spend 10 minutes with Danielle Johnson, who's in her first year as executive director of Wichita's Habitat for Humanity. That 10 minutes with feature is on page 27. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 24. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. It's Jazz Appreciation Month in April, and we thought it was a good time to catch up with Wichita's Jazz Man. Uh, Steve Bauer has been hosting the Sunday Jazz Brunch in Wichita for 20 years or so, and we thought it was a good time to get him on because he's on a new station, and we wanted to let you know, have him talk about why he's, why he's made the change and where he is at now, in case you haven't found him. Steve, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, Kirk. It's kind of different, me being on this side of the
0: microphone instead of uh, me being the one doing the interviewing, but this is cool. <laughs> I always get nervous when I interview professional radio people. So don't critique my performance at the end or during this, if you don't mind. Don't worry. (laughs) So you were on B98 for a long time with the Sunday Jazz Brunch, but you recently made a change. Tell us about that.
1: Well, as most people are aware, almost all of the radio stations around the country are owned by one of several big corporations and these corporations all are seeming to move toward programming nationally which means they want to eliminate as many local people as they can and that got me and so at the end of october last year the sunday jazz brunch which had good ratings and sponsors and everything was going great had to go off the air and so i had about a month off and then fortunately Through uh, contacts I have here in the city, I was able to work with Terry Atherton at KSGL, and I'm not on Sundays because they have religious programming, but I am doing a jazz show on Saturday now, and interestingly enough, the show is called Smooth Jazz USA, and it's a show that I actually started doing on an internet station in 2001. And now it's not only still on the internet, but it's now on KSGL every Saturday, 11 a.m. until 1 p.m.
0: How did that get started nationally?
1: Well, it was it was kind of interesting. Um, I am totally blind and know some people inside the American Council of the Blind, and they started an internet radio station where blind and visually impaired people could get on the get on the radio, on the internet, and work on their skills, and develop shows. And I took the opportunity to give it a shot, and it just moved from there.
0: Well, that's excellent. Let's, let's start with your background a little bit. You're a Wichita. Tell us about uh, where you grew up here in town, and, and then talk about your love of jazz and how that started.
1: Okay. Well, yes, I am from Wichita and graduated from South High School. And went on to Wichita State, got a degree in speech with radio and TV as my main area of study. And I fell in love with radio back when I was in middle school. My dad at that time worked for Boeing in their training department. And whenever their equipment would get old, he would bring the junk tape recorders and old microphones, things like that. He would bring those home to me. And then I would set my equipment up in my bedroom and play DJ. And just kind of fell in love with radio and uh, worked at, uh, you know, some different stations here in town, you know, KMUW while I was going to school at WSU. And then in the mid-70s, I did midday and afternoon drive on a station that used the call letters of KBUL, which was a country station here in town. And then I, I sort of took a break from radio for a few years, went to work for Intrust Bank and worked in several different areas, including the bank card division in HR, and most of my time was in operation and technology, and I was the telecom manager for Intrust Bank, had a 38-year career there, but still, I had to be on the radio, and in uh, 1989, I went back to work for what is now Odyssey, or KNSS, KEYN, that group of stations, doing severe weather coverage, and I was the guy that was on the radio telling you about severe thunderstorms and tornadoes and that type of thing. And long about uh, 2003, through a series of events, I was out at B-98 talking with uh, then program director Lyman James. And I just made a comment. Hey, you could let me do a jazz show for you because I was already doing a jazz show on the Internet at that time. and. He said, talk to me. And in five minutes, we shook hands and I was off and running. My love of jazz kind of came up by accident. I was on a vacation back in Washington, D.C. in that area. And of course, being interested in radio, I was tuning around the band looking for something to listen to. And I ran across this station and I thought, what is this music? This is amazing. And it was smooth jazz. And I just fell in love with it from that point on. And my interest in loving the music grew, and it kept growing. I started doing the Internet Jazz Show, and then I'm on B98, and my music library is growing. In fact, today I have close to forty thousand songs in my library.
0: Oh, that's amazing! Okay, I want to double back on a few things you talked about just then, and and you know while we were talking off air about doing this podcast, it, it hit me, and then you confirmed I'm an Interest Bank customer. And for those interest bank customers who at one point used their phone to get their balance or move funds or what you know whatever you had to do banking wise, Steve was the voice of the telecom. Uh, and, and it hit me that that's that smooth voice that I've heard all these years, not just on the on the jazz show, but you also did the interest. Uh, talk about that a little bit.
1: Well, it's interesting. I actually did my first recordings on a little tiny. Uh, automated call distribution system for the bank uh, in 1984 and it just kept growing. The final system that I did the recordings for had nearly 6,000 words and phrases that I had to record and I was on that system for quite a few years and uh, last summer the people that are in charge of that area now who don't know me <laughs> they made some changes and uh, they replaced me with another voice and it was amazing how many people contacted me wondering what happened where i went and you were a little upset that i was removed from their phone system but you know obviously since i'm not working there anymore i didn't have really any input but it was it was an interesting project and let me tell you that's a lot of work to record nearly six thousand words or phrases
0: i imagine that took a while
1: it did it took about three weeks um to record everything and edit the files and get rid of little pops or breaths and things like that to make it all sound good
0: Mm -hmm. uh continuing your 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 love of jazz you you say it kind of you found it and it hits you and it hits you hard um You know, I know nothing about smooth jazz other than it's pleasant to listen to. Who were some of your favorite artists and has that changed over time?
1: Well, of course, it does change. Um, Probably the best concert I have ever seen in my life was back in 2007. I saw George Benson in Oklahoma City, Mm -hmm. and he is still one of my favorites. Uh, guitarist Peter White is awesome. Saxophonist Huge Groove is amazing. Um, those are some of the ones that I've been fans of for a long time. Some newer artists would include Vincent Ingala. He's a young, well, I say saxophonist because that's how he started. But on his recent three albums, he's played all of the instruments himself and done vocals and everything. And I don't even think he's turned 30 yet. So there are so many new, young, interesting artists that are in the jazz world that are great to listen to.
0: Uh, 40,000, uh, I'm a guess, are, are all these 40,000 songs uh, on, on, what are they, on, on records, on tapes, on online now? Talk about how that collection has grown over the years with technology, too.
1: Well, Of course, with computers, everything is kind of moved that way. And they are all on my computer uh, in MP3 or WAV format. And it seems that almost every day I am adding some music to my library. And it's, it's just amazing how much music there is that's being released in this genre of smooth or contemporary jazz. And that is one of the things on my show. I really strive very hard to play a lot of new music, and once in a while I will even play a song I may not especially like it by an artist, but it's, it's new, it's been released, and I want my listeners to have a chance to hear it and have them help me make a decision whether it gets played again.
0: Yeah, you, you look for feedback from your audience. Um, what do they normally tell you? We love it. We hate it. Uh, what other kind of comments do you get?
1: The, the thing about my show that I think is cool is the fact that most radio stations today, you don't talk to the DJ anymore. And my show, I'm there. I give out a phone number during the show. You can call me. You can email me any time of the day or night, and I will answer your questions. And I'll talk to people. And the comment that I get is, we love it. Why can't we have more? How can we get a station in this city to play this music all the time? And you know, I jokingly say, well, I need to win the lottery. But the truth is, if, if someone were to come to me, I mean, I'm 68 years old. And if someone were to come to me now and say, I want to put a jazz radio station on, will you run it? That just might be the spark that would get me to come out of retirement and, and get into running a radio station like that, because this music is amazing. It can transport you from bad feelings, sadness, to just feeling so relaxed. And, you know, everybody has rough times in their life. Three years ago, I, uh, I lost my wife of nearly 43 years. And. The people at the radio station asked me, what do you want to do about the show? And I said, I got to keep doing it because it allowed me to transport myself from my world to a pleasant place. And the other thing that I find interesting is that, and I have been told this by several people, that there are some persons with disabilities that instrumental music. Is very good for them because it doesn't require their brain to try to comprehend the words and understand them and remember them, but they thrive on instrumental music. And I would say that probably 75 to 80% of what I play is instrumental on my show. Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned, you know, people wanting an all a 24-hour smooth jazz station. How rare are those today in this in this automated world of radio?
1: Unfortunately, they're very rare because the corporations want to focus on certain formats, certain genres of music. And typically, a lot of people, when you mention jazz, they turn their nose up. They don't like it. But what they are tending to think of is what we would call straight ahead jazz. I just call it the weird stuff where people play things in all directions and it just sounds like noise. But smooth and contemporary jazz is more mass appeal. And very listenable. And you can play it around anybody. And we hear smooth jazz a lot. We can hear it in malls. We can hear it in stores. You can hear it in commercials on the radio. It's just, you can't, well, even commercials on the TV. Kenny G was in a Super Bowl ad for a beer product this year. So smooth jazz is everywhere. And to get a station to play it on a regular basis, 24-7, is amazing. But the other thing that people don't realize is that jazz is the foundation of almost all of the music that we hear today. And the unique thing is that most of the music that you hear on the radio today, whether it's pop or country, is so electronically generated. But jazz music is not. These artists are playing the instruments. They don't need the technology to create their sound. They're making the sound themselves. Mm-hmm.
0: You don't talk about the fact that you're blind very much uh, in conversation. Um, how much of a challenge is it for you to, to be, a, a, you know, earlier on in your career, a DJ and, and to run this show every week?
1: There are challenges. Uh, there fortunately are some pretty good software packages that I'm using. Although, unfortunately, the software that I use that I like the most is not being upgraded much lately, and I'm using a very old version, but it's working great, and I have software on my computer that tells me what's going on on the screen, and there's virtually nothing I can't do when I'm on the air. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you've made a switch from, from a place you were on at B98 for 20 years to a new station. Uh, obviously it it takes some time to get people to follow you. What have you tried to do and and how successful have you been or do, or do you know?
1: Well, what I'm trying to do is, uh, efforts like this, just to get the word out that we're on a different station and ask people to spread the word. I say it on the show. Hey, be sure to tell your friends, we're on a new station now. And so I'm doing some Facebook things and uh, trying to get some print uh, in the media and just doing what I can to spread the word. And it's going to take time, but I'm doing the best I can to get it done.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it's a labor of love, I'm sure, to to keep this, this going on a new station on a new day as well that people will have to get used to. Uh, we wish you all the best. Again, it's KSGL nine hundred AM, and I forget the FM signal.
1: It's one hundred five point seven. One
0: hundred five point seven, and that's Saturdays from eleven to one. Smooth Jazz right. USA. Steve, best of luck, and as as the show continues to gain ground on the new station.
1: Kirk, thanks for giving me a chance to talk talk about two things I love: jazz and radio.
0: Understood. Glad to have you with us. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 256. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow was where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.